college, basic training, an apartment of their own. This August, parents are watching their children move on and move out. Here's another story of letting go. So you guys, Vernon and Lauren, who, again, in the interest of full disclosure, both of them are very close friends of mine. Um, I think of all my friends here in Iowa, Lauren, you might be my my second longest serving friend. I almost said oldest. <laughs> Good recovery. She's a sweetheart <laughs> for not saying that. Yes. But um, yes, my second longest serving friend here in Iowa. And I appreciate that. So I've had a front row seat to watch you both um, launch two children off to various things. I mean, I watched you launch them into high school, we watched you launch your son off to a different school for um, high school than, you know, that he had been going to. I watched you launch your kids to go off to college. And then most recently, God has asked just a little bit more of you. So which one of you wants to tell us what God has asked of you in, lately in the letting go portion of things? Um Vernon just shoved the microphone over to me, so I guess I will. Um, Our daughter and son-in-law just launched into the mission field in May, Mm -hmm. Um, like the very far away kind of mission field, about 8,000 miles from Des Moines. Wow. Can't get much farther than that. Not and feel any further. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Take us back to the day that... um, Ashley and Mason told you that God was calling him to the mission field. And uh, what were your thoughts and feelings and response, Dad? It was a bit hard to swallow mm-hmm. from, you know, there are two sides of the coin, with the first side being you're very proud of them. This sure. is what you raised them for. You raised them to be independent children, go out into the world. They both love Jesus, and that's exactly what you want. Sure. But then when they when it becomes real, <laughs> they're going to move uh, literally to the other side. I mean, they're 12 hours different, so I'm assuming that's about as far on the other side of the earth as you can get. Then it all of a sudden, it hits you in a little bit of a different way. And then it was like, okay, it's hard to swallow, but, you know, we knew that our daughter was thinking about starting a family, and we thought, you know, that's okay because when she gets pregnant, she's going to want to be close to home, and and they're going to change their mind. So then... Guess what? <laughs> she got pregnant, and they didn't change their mind, Mm-mm. you know? And then we said, but that's okay. When the baby comes, they're going to see how important it is to be around family, and they're going to change their mind, and they're going to want to at least stay here for a while longer. And it didn't phase them one bit. But through that, I mean, it gave us time for this to kind of sink in a little bit, Mm -hmm. but then also it helped us understand that this is truly a calling from God, and they were called by God, and it meant that, you know, we had to be a part of supporting Mm -hmm. that calling too. Yeah. So we eventually came to grips with that, but it doesn't make it any easier. Mm -mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Lauren, I I know from being your friend that this was hard. This is your first grandchild, and you were very, very happy to find out that you were going to be a grandma, and then to know that little guy was going to be raised somewhere else. I remember you reading a book, mm-hmm. in particular a book, and I thought the title of that book was so interesting because you said, this is not my calling. 
Mm. Right. That's what I was just thinking of when Vernon was talking. Um, The book was called Parents of Missionaries, and I picked it up right after we kind of figured out they really were serious about going Mm -hmm. and she was pregnant. And I got 11 pages in and I said, nope, can't do that right now. (laughs) And I put it away Um, and I waited until about a month before they left. And I really picked it up and went through it. How much time between the first time you picked up that book and then when you actually read it? About nine months to a year. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought. Yep. You know, there were so many takeaways that were so good. And I think they transfer over to a lot of parents letting go situations, whether it's mission field or the service or whatever. Mm -hmm. College Um, far away. College far away. It wasn't our calling. But because they've been called, God calls us too. Mm. And so we have been called. And that Mm. was a real eye-opening way for me to look at things. And so Vernon and I started to kind of really retrain our thinking that we have been called. We have been called to the mission field as it is to support them while they are in the mission field. You are missionary parents. And that brings a different perspective to it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of an interesting shift in thinking that you always think you get to choose your calling and here someone kind of chose it for you, but it kind of helps you remember like God's always choosing your calling for you. I have to say, Ashley and Mason were very good about recognizing that and saying, we understand that this isn't your calling, that this is a choice we are making and you really don't have any say in it. And so we really want to have honest dialogue with you between now and then and always about how that makes you feel. And the other thing that I think helped us, I don't know that it helped us, but it made us understand was this was not an easy calling for them to accept. Right. They said often, we understand what we are giving up by going. We are giving up being close to you guys with our kids. We Mm -hmm. are giving up all the things that you know you're giving up to, we know we're giving up and it makes us sad, but we can't not answer this call. Hmm. How would you say you guys supported them as they were getting ready to leave? Well, we did a lot of support through watching them give and or sell every possession that they had. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's kind of hard because they'd only been married a little, like two years when they decided to go and start doing this. And their wedding was such a fabulous celebration of their (laughs) lives. And anybody who's listening who gave them a wonderful wedding gift, please don't take this wrong. But we watched them start to give away everything that Mm -hmm. they had just received. Mm -hmm. But they were doing exactly what Scripture told them to do. Yeah. And they didn't find it hard at all. And anybody that knows my daughter, she likes things Mm -hmm. and she likes to shop. And I mean, they left with two suitcases and a tub. This reminds me of your grandparents, the story yep. of your grandparents, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. his Talk grandparents were missionaries. $38 a month pledged to him. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah. And so, I, I mean, I was thinking about you talking about your grandchild being raised overseas. My, my dad and his brothers, like their baby years were in survival camp in the Mexican jungle. Mm, wow. So learning how to live off the land with all these babies. Yes. Um, and then, of course, they grew up in the Philippine mountains and stuff. And yes. 
I got to say, uh, if your grandkids turn out like my dad and his uncles, they're going to be pretty good people. Yeah. And well, just imagine you. you could have a tailor in your family. I would someday. love to have a tailor in my family. Well, everybody should. Everybody, everybody should. should. Because if this is the product of answering God's no call kidding. as a missionary, I will take it every day and six times on Sunday. Yeah. You know, two two things that I just thought about. One, we worried about, you know, when people say, oh, your child is going overseas to be a mission, you see them living in the jungle. And, mm-hmm. you know, and we first saw a video of the apartment that they were going to live in in Bangkok. And I was like, <laughs> you have to understand they were living in a basement apartment apartment in Lawrence, Kansas, with in the, in the basement of a friend of theirs, which had one window. And it was it was just that first apartment. And we saw the video of where they were going to be living in Bangkok. And we were like, well, f- they're never coming home. Like, this is the <laughs> nicest. And everything over there is so inexpensive. They can live really well on the pledges that they've received. And first of all, it makes you feel better. Yes. That you know that of course, they're in a safe mom, place. Right? And, you know, those kinds of things. But then also, when Mason sat us down and said, and looked at us and said, I've done the research, and every day in Bangkok alone, 250 babies or more are born who will never hear the name of Jesus in mm. their entire life. And he started crying, and he said, I can't stay here while that's happening. Wow, you guys. I never knew that. Part of their reason, because we said, why Bangkok? Mm-hmm. Why are you picking this area? That's part of a, of a region that there are 98% of all of the unreached people in the world are in this region. Wow. And only 2% of missionaries worldwide are in this region. Wow. And as a very, very large population base. And the other thing that was exciting to me, again, once we got over the shock, you know, and that kind of <laughs> stuff— was the fact that what their whole strategy is multiplication. They're going to impact young people who are primarily college age Mm -hmm. that many of whom don't live in Bangkok, who will go to their home communities and spread the gospel. It's all about multiplication, Mm -hmm. which is what happened to them, which is how they ended up in Lawrence. Sounds like the Great Commission. Yeah, a little bit. Make disciples who make disciples. I mean, I think I've read that somewhere. (laughs) I think I have too. I I must have read the same book. (laughs) And so once you hear why they chose that, it's like, wow, that's a pretty worthy thing to invest your life in. And how how do you argue with that? Well... I don't think you should. I don't think you should. I'd advise against it. Yeah. The other thing that Mason said is all the easy places are taken. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. If you don't mind switching gears just a little bit, if you can handle it, I'm not going to make you walk through the day that you said goodbye because I know that it was a very difficult day because it wasn't just Mason and Ashley at that point. It was also little Owen. But now that they're there. Maybe just tell us a little bit about the first week and then how you are now, because they've been in country for how long now? Uh, about four months, okay. almost five. All right. So how about t- telling us really honestly about the first week and then now, how you doing? They had an interesting departure because, well, they lived with us for the last three months before Mm -hmm. they left, which was very sweet. We really filled our bucket and just poured into them as much as we could every day. It was, we were close quarters, but it didn't matter. I mean, you know, we wanted to be close. They left with a sick baby (laughs) who at nine months had never been sick before. 
But he got sick right and then. And had a double ear infection and, you <laughs> know, all the good things when Great they timing. were getting ready to fly for 24 hours. And so we were just literally almost on our faces. You know, Lord, please get them where they need to go. And the Lord provided because, mm. I mean, they said Owen hardly cried at all during any mm. of the flights. They landed on time. All of their luggage arrived. The quarantine had been removed like a week before they got there. They wow. were able to go straight home to their apartment. All of that helped everybody. Sure. And then looking back on it now, I think it was a real gift because three days after they arrived, all of the summer teams from Iowa arrived. So SALT and its churches around send summer teams on short-term trips in the summertime. And they sent 70-some-odd people to Bangkok this summer, college students, who then go out and do the initial meetings with with college students and then really pour into them while they're there for six weeks and then they go home and the long-term missionaries Ashley and her team are the ones who you know start the follow-up so they immediately had a whole group there from Story Hill their church in Kansas that they knew so it was like they already had a piece Mm -hmm. of home there Mm -hmm. so I don't really feel like they felt the absence of home quote until those people left. left. And that's the only time we've heard, gosh, we got a little homesick after they left. And we were like, we were kind of waiting for that because we were like, nobody said like, gee, we miss you. <laughs> um, Owen is thriving. He's learning Thai while he learns English. Wow. Thank goodness for technology and FaceTime. We get to see him a couple of times a week, usually their morning, which is our evening. Mm -hmm. I can read books to him Mm -hmm. and he loves books right now. And so he just plops down on the floor and watches me read Mm -hmm. a book and... He's to the point now where he understands what you're saying. And so you'll say, oh, and take me to your room and show me your slide. And he just turns and points and starts running. Aww. And so, you know, it's getting easier. Not how I wanted to be a grandma. Right. I'm be honest. Or mm-hmm. or papa to be a grandpa. Oh, he's papa? Well, actually, we're Thai grandma and grandpa, which is I'm Yai and he's Ta. Yai right. and Ta. Oh, I love that. I do, too. Although there's a lot of things I could do with Yai now that I know that that's your name. (laughs) All right. How about you, Dad? I will. How about you, Dad? How you doing? I'm just so grateful for modern technology that can allow us to connect and not just by voice, but by video. I yeah. mean, you know, there was a time when if you wanted to do that, you had to actually write a physical letter and I know. no telling how long to get there. Mm-hmm. Or then you had a very expensive phone call. And now we get on our cell phone or our laptop and can talk to them through that for really zero cost. I mean, it's really, it's, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, that has really made it a lot easier for us to deal with because, you know, when you can connect a couple times a week with them like that and you can actually see their faces and see, we can see Owen grow and that really makes all the difference in the world. And we're, we are hoping everything works out. We're hoping to go and, uh, and visit in late February, early March. That'd be great. So when you walked your daughter down the aisle and handed her over to Mason... A few years ago, did you think that you would be sending her off to Bangkok with him? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. And uh, so, yeah, the first time that they shared with me or with us what they were thinking, it was it was a it was a little bit of a shock. And mm-hmm. we knew they had an adventurous spirit, but we didn't know how adventurous and, yeah. and until now. And one thing 
I need to add that was really convicting to me. As you know, we we go to Valley Church, and mm-hmm. Valley has a pretty robust uh, global program there. That is, uh, and Don Long is the director of that. But Don, he shared with me. This is when I first said, "Oh gosh, you're not going to believe this." Ashley and Mason are talking about you know being missionaries overseas somewhere, and. I said, Lauren and I aren't feeling real good about that. He said, well, Vernon, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break something to you. He said, the number one reason we don't have more young people in the mission field is because of Christian parents that don't want them to go. And that was like hitting me in the head with a two-by-four, right? Wow. Because I didn't want to be someone or we didn't want to be people that got in the way of mm. exactly what's happening over there right now. Exactly. You know, exactly. Cause Lauren, you told me before we even got on the air that they've already seen people make decisions for Jesus already in the amounts that they months that they've been there. Mason will tell these stories to us over the phone, but they also send a monthly email update, which, yep, I got that. which is, which is fun. And he will, you know, give a little update and they, they have seen between five and ten so far kids already come to the mm. Lord, which is really surprising because they're speaking to the I, I don't want to say hires up, but I don't know what they're called. So I'll say hires up in the in the missionary organization. And they're saying, you know, we really kind of need to be thinking about starting a new believers Bible study. And they're like, already. already? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's great. God is being very faithful and. You know, I think about what Vernon was talking about when Mason said that, and and he did. He looked especially me in the eye when they told us they were going, and he said, I don't want you to feel like I'm taking your daughter away from you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I do. And he said, I'm going to make you one promise. And I said, okay, what is it? (laughs) He said, the first time she looks at me and says, I want to go home, or it's time to go home, he said, I will bring her home. Wow. Because nothing's more important than our family and our marriage. Mm -hmm. And so as they were getting on the plane, I pulled him aside and I said, you keep your promise to me. And he said, I will. But they're not coming home anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not. Wow. So if you had another family in here looking at you saying, okay, tell tell us what to do. Give us good advice for launching my child because my child wants to go to xyz far far away because they say this is god's calling but i don't know how to do this well what would you say well the first thing i would say is ask them a lot of questions to make sure they're thinking through all of the consequences Mm -hmm. don't get in the way but be their parent Mm -hmm. (laughs) and help guide them and provide them with a little bit of the wisdom that hopefully we as parents can provide to our children. And then once, you know, everybody comes to agreement that this is the right thing, it's truly a calling, then love them and support them Hmm. and help them be successful and be a missionary parent. I have to say, Lauren and her daughter are best friends. Watching you do this with her grew my faith because... I don't know if, it, if there's anything more difficult in this world than letting go of a child, but letting go of a child that you love so very dearly, that's your best friend, that you chat with every day. Never one time were you anything but gracious to your daughter and to Mason. Now, maybe you weren't so gracious when you were talking with me or other friends, but that's allowed. <laughs> 
you were never anything but loving and supportive to them. So, you know, here's the thing, you guys, that I look at. I look at the fact that there are 10 new souls Mm. in Bangkok that are part of the kingdom. And because of those 10 souls, it's multiplied and it's going to be more and it's going to be more. It's going to be more. Someday when we stand before the Lord, that's going to be part of your treasure because of what you did. And that grew my faith watching you do this and do it well. Thank you for doing it honestly, because you could have been pie in the sky and been like, oh, it's fine. Oh, it's good. Everything's okay. You know, I know how much you love the commission by Kane, that song. (laughs) I know it could have been, it could have been pie in the sky, but you were honest, but you did it. And now look what's happened. I think one of the things that helps us when we're really missing them is to see ourselves worshiping at the throne with those Thai people who know Jesus because of what they're doing someday. Yeah. They know Jesus because of your daughter. Well, they know Jesus because of Jesus. Well, yes. <laughs> I know, but Jesus he used he used your daughter. Yeah, because he used my family. I mean, to me, that's just so amazing when they handed Ashley to you all those years ago. You would never flash on this. There no. are going to be people who don't look like us that are going to be at the feet of Jesus. And she's tall over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a win. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man, that's just, it's just wonderful. I'm just so thankful that you guys are willing to come in and cry into a microphone and tell us this story. I have to also say that, you know, we're talking about us as parents and us being part of their support, but they had to raise a good bit of support, you know, monthly to make this a reality. I mean, you know, as a missionary, you raise your own support. And I will say that I don't know how many people it ended up that's supporting them, but there are just a lot of friends and family members that have come alongside them that are supportive of what they're doing, too. It's just amazing the amount of support that they were able to raise for this venture, that, mm-hmm. that people, it's just friends and family and families that our kids went to school with when they were in elementary school mm-hmm. that haven't seen Ashley in years. And so there's a whole team behind them. I mean, yeah, we're a part of that team, but there's a lot, I mean, probably at least a hundred. I don't know what the number is, but I bet it's at least a hundred people that are supporting them on every single month. And so- That was our last gasp. We were like, Maybe they won't be able to raise the money. <laughs> and guess what? God was like, nope, they're going. And so well. they, they were able to raise the money very easily, actually. So. And so, uh. I, and I would tell you, I would just say this to, to everybody that's listening out there. If you're not currently supporting a missionary somewhere, find one and support them. Because yeah. they need it and they're doing amazing work. The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. For more stories of letting go, visit life1071.com.